Welcome back, guys, to the Back to Me podcast. This is Aidan O'Brien. Back to Me is where we let go of everything that we are not and we take the path back to our highest self. We let go of everything that's non-truth. We let go of everything that isn't serving us. And all we are left with is our pure, real, truest, most fulfilled, most powerful version of us. Okay, that's what we're doing here. We're letting go. We're not trying to add on more things. We're not trying to make you more of something we're trying to help you reveal the real you, to remember the real you, to let go of everything that's you've just collected for a long time that's not you so that you can get back to your true self. All the suffering comes from living a, a, in a way that's not us, living in a lane that's not our lane. That's where the suffering comes from. So welcome back, guys. Uh, absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you for listening. If you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about Q&A. I asked on Instagram recently for some of your questions. I'm always getting questions, but every now and again I'll ask for some questions. Actually, the last Q&A episode, I think it was last January maybe, was one of the most listened to episodes on the podcast. So I know you guys love a Q&A. It allows me to cover a few different topics, which I love to do because I talk about different things, right? I have I do a lot of coaching on the entrepreneur and executive business side, corporate coaching and training with companies and organizations, leadership, sales, business, it, um, influence, all of that. But I love to really talk about the truth, finding yourself, finding out who you are, the clarity, you as a human, you as a person, you as a spirit. That's what I love to talk about because everything is connected. You have to find yourself right. You have to get yourself right first and then you, everything else gets better. Your job, your business, your relationship, everything. So welcome back to this episode. I'm so excited. We're going to jump in as always straight away. We're not going to waste time here, even though sometimes I do when I go off on tangents, <laughs> as you know. Um, but again, these questions, lots of different questions here. I'm just going to answer them as they come. Maybe I'll only get one question answered because sometimes I just talk so much about one thing. I don't even get to the other ones, but we'll do our best. If it's your first time here, guys, and you like what you hear, hit the like button, will you? Leave a rating. Five star. We only do five stars. I realize I don't ask for five stars enough. In Dubai here, whenever you get a delivery, they'll tell you five stars, five stars, give me five stars. And I'm like, I need to up my five star game. So we're going to talk five stars from now on. Give me five stars if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a like, leave a comment, cost you nothing. You're getting value. Your life has been improved. Help me out. Okay. Help a man out here. Hit the like, share it for goodness sake. Every, every episode here can help everybody. Okay. I know I'm biased, but it's true. Everything applies to everybody. That's why it's such a beautiful podcast that people are enjoying. So share it. Stop right now. Just hit share. Sarah needs it. Louise needs it. John needs it. Paul needs it. Jack needs it. You know they do. Send it to them. I know what you're thinking. They don't need anything they want. Exactly. If you're new here, you're like, what's he on about? Well, go back and listen to their episodes and you'll know. First question. Best tip for a new entrepreneur. Well, guys, best tip for a new entrepreneur. Just, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of company owners. I've, I've some guys, and not all new entrepreneurs aren't all young guys either. You know, and entrepreneurs aren't all young guys. I know guys in their 50s who are entrepreneurs who have big, big business, multi-million euro businesses. It's also new guys starting out. I work with a lot of people in real estate, agents, insurance agents. I work with traders. I have a lot of clients one-to-one -one who are traders as well. I have guys who have coaches who are coaches and mentors, people who have online courses, people who have a range of different businesses. 
I tell them all the same thing, the same thing I'm going to tell you today. It's very, very simple. There's two things to focus on as an entrepreneur. Well, there's a lot of things to focus on. But there's two main pillars to start, at least. And they're always going to be there, always evolving, always will require work, always will demand attention if you're going to succeed. Two very simple things. You've heard them before. But you're not hearing it enough and you don't get it enough yet. If you're a new entrepreneur, and you're an ex- even if you're an old entrepreneur, you've probably been making a lot of mistakes because you're in patterns and programs. So if you're new or old, the same answer applies. First thing you have to commit to is mindset. The most important thing, and I'm so aware of how common that word is today, mindset, you have to get your mind right. You have to get clarity. I always say clarity leads to confidence. Confidence makes you more consistent. Curiosity is to clarity, clarity is to confidence, confidence is consistency. You know I love some alliteration. You have to get your mind right. It's simple as that. You have to clear away all the shit that's not for you. You have to clear away all the debris of your past doubts, failures, traumas, pain. You have to then inject the right information, philosophies, concepts, energies to get your energy. A mindset isn't just for your mind. You could call it soul set as well, heart set, and then skill set. But the mindset, how you think about things, how you feel every day, how you interpret things, this is key as an entrepreneur. It's so important. Some people want to go and get skills. They want to learn scripts. It doesn't matter how good your skills are if if your programming, if your mindset isn't right. If how you look at things isn't in the right way, if you're limited, if you have ego, if you're stuck in, I know already, I know that, I know this. If you have this complex where you think you're the master of the universe, now a, a certain element of that is okay, and I highly recommend it to believe you're the, you're an expert. But especially starting out, and again, even if you're older, I keep kind of interjecting on myself, even if you're older, you've probably been repeating patterns for so long, you have to continuously reevaluate, reprogram the mindset. It's the most important thing. I see so many guys with shitty attitudes. I see so many guys with wasted potential. I see so many people. I work with a lot of different entrepreneurs, as I said, like who sell like real estate agents, for example. I work with a lot of them here in Dubai. And how I see this casual approach sometimes, like they don't fucking need it. I don't need the lang the clothes and language. I don't need okay. You don't need it. Stay where you are there. Keep having a good month and then shit month. Keep hitting this limit in your income. Keep restricting yourself. Keep having the same mistakes, same frustrations, same cycles if you want. Okay, I know from, I became an entrepreneur in 2010. I went through left, right, up, down, inside, out, whirlwind, all different types, everything I'd say I faced at different levels and different stages. An attitude of I don't need to, I don't need to work on my mindset. I don't need to work on, I don't need to work on the skills. I don't need to do this. Okay, best of luck. You have to work on things. You have to get your mind right. You have to understand why you think the way you do, why you feel the way you do. Because before actions come feelings. If you don't feel good, you won't do good. If you don't feel like making a sales call as an entrepreneur, you're not going to make a sales call. If you don't feel like following up, you're not going to follow up. How do I know? Because for years, at different times, I didn't follow up. Even now, just times I won't follow up, I won't do what I have to because I don't feel like it. Right? 
But then I have the awareness to say, okay, that's just my feeling. I need to change my feeling. I cannot wait until I feel like it to do something. I, a leader, a high performer, an entrepreneur, a visionary is someone who doesn't wait till they feel like it. They create the circumstance. They create the energy. They put themselves in the position to succeed. That's what they do. But the only way you can do that is if you have the right mindset, the right attitude, the right philosophies. It doesn't matter how good the script is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good the product is, how good your service is. If you're an asshole, you have no chance. You have to get the energy right. You have to get your mind right. You have to have a mentality to, to be humble, to be open, to learn. You have to be willing to be a student of yourself, which I always talk about. Being a student of yourself will allow you to, un, to tap into things you've never, they're unknowns, you didn't even know they were there. Gifts you have, skills you have, abilities you have. You have to be a student of yourself. That's all around your mindset as an entrepreneur. That's the number one tip for an entrepreneur, mindset. Part two, skills. You have to level up the skills. You have to be a better speaker. You have to learn how to communicate so you can negotiate. You have to be able to influence everything you want other people have. You want to make a sale, you have to influence a client. You want a new girlfriend or boyfriend, you got to influence the, the, per, the person, the partner, potential partner. Everything you want other people have. You want to get a promotion, you have to influence your boss. Okay, you want to collaborate in something, you have to be able to build a relationship to have a strategic partnership. Everything you want to do is going to require other people and when it comes to being an entrepreneur in business. You want to scale your business, grow your business, you have to reach more people, which means you can't limit yourself to influence people who are just like you. Another part of the issue with a lot of entrepreneurs, they only, they're, they're so overconfident because they think, oh, I can influence, I can sell to them. Well, them is just one little piece of the pie. Do you want real freedom? You want to be able to sell to everyone. You want to be able to bring your service product vision to the world. That means you have to be humble enough to learn what floats other people's boat. Okay, how do I influence other people? What do they like? How can I communicate with them? How should I sit down with them versus them? You know, I've worked with students and billionaires and I can make them both feel at home. And the biggest compliment I ever got was speaking at an event. It was actually January of this year. And the guy came up to me and he said, you know, we have people, we have corporate executives here. We have people who are entrepreneurs, we have business owners, um, we have independent freelancers, we have people who lived on the street, we have people who are wealthy backgrounds. He said, you made them feel like you were, you lived all of their lives. He said, you make them all feel like they're your friend. You make them all feel like you've been where they are. And the truth is, in some fashion or way, I've been there. I've experienced what they've been through. I've communicated. I'm always saying to people, you have to gather from life. You have to take from life. The reason why I can speak to an audience and I can connect with all these different diverse backgrounds, people, education, wealth, all these different stories is because I can empathize. I can connect. I can build a bridge because I feel them. Now, that's always been what I've been good at, connecting with people, feeling people, but I've honed that, I've mastered that over years and years and years of being an entrepreneur, being a coach, simply being a person who's interested in other people. Like it's no good being able to influence people who are like you. Just if you're a lad who likes to go out and have a few drinks and watch the match, and you can influence other lads who like to drink and watch the match, great. 
If that's your niche and you want to stay there forever, fantastic. But if you want to expand, if you want to scale, if you want to be a person of value, if you want to contribute to the world, you have to learn skills that are going to make you more valuable. You have to learn emotional intelligence. You have to learn how to read people. You have to learn how to use language to finesse people, to move people in the right direction, not manipulate. Okay, everything is done with integrity. Everything has to be done with the highest level of integrity and truth and trust. Otherwise, it's not worth the shit. It's not worth it to get the result and feel bad. You can't outdo a bad deal. You can't heal a feeling of doing something wrong. It's going to stick with you forever. If you do a bad deal and you do, you do someone wrong, you can't buy enough things to get rid of that feeling. You'll just be in denial. And you might think, oh, well, they can. You can't. You don't know if someone's suffering. So you might know someone who's an asshole and rich. You don't know what they're, what they're feeling at home. You don't know if they're lonely, which they probably are, or if they're miserable, or if they're suffering, or they're having problems in their relationship. You don't know, or they can't sleep at night, or if they're anxious or depressed or they're on drugs. You don't know. You just think, wow, they're successful and rich. I see it on Instagram, but they're an asshole. You have to work on yourself, who you are. I, I say this to guys all the time. I said it to a client this week. It's not about... What you get, it's about who you become. Jim Rohn, my spirit animal, my mentor said that. I, I learned that early on in my career. It's about who you become. And I've seen that. It's so true. Because I have clients now who are, who are really making a lot of money. Some young guys who are now making big money. Like, yeah, I fucking still feel the same. I still have to wake up in the morning. I still have to be with my girlfriend or my wife or my husband. I still have to be with my kids. I still have to look in the mirror. I still have to put on my clothes and feel good. I still have to... F- enjoy my life. The money's not going to get you there, guys. It's to work on yourself. It's being a student of yourself. I have an episode, um, it should be out, but just before this one, on self-exploration. Go watch that episode now. That's the first tip of an entrepreneur. Save yourself years of pain. Save yourself time, money, and energy. Find out who you are. Get your mindset. Find out who do I want to be? What kind of life do I want to live? Then, okay, now I want to learn the skills to make me sharper. I want to learn how to be a leader. I want to learn how to speak well. I want to learn how to sell well. I want to learn language. Like, to me, they're the most important skills in the world. Communication and influence is key to everything. Life is just easier, guys, when you can speak well. Everything is better. From going into a restaurant, from the table you get, from how you board an airplane, everything is better when you can speak well. It's the most important skill. There's different things you have to execute then, like scheduling, like prioritizing, different things. But the key components of any business of obviously selling, without sales, you've nothing. It's priority. It should be priority. But even within the company, within your brand, your business, your company, your job, collaboration, creativity. How do I work with others? How do I communicate in the team? If I'm a leader, how do I get my deputies to buy in how do i get the people on my board to buy in how do i get the other management singing off the same hymn sheet leadership starts at the top and goes down if i want my new starters to be performing at a high level it has to start with me at the top how i communicate okay so mine i'm passionate about this stuff as you can tell i love this and i see it every day i work with people even have executive guys senior level and i gotta tell them this is how you should talk to people this is how you got to communicate with this person this is how you communicate with this person I have one client and she's with a huge company and she's dealing with the big boss in America and she doesn't know how to talk to him. And we had one call, boom, put a plan together. This is how you speak. This, and she's an executive for a tens of thousands employee company, but didn't know, okay, how do I handle this? I'm like, this is how you handle it. 
This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to say. This is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to set it up. This is how you're going to follow up. She's like, oh my God, this was unbelievable. It went exactly, couldn't have went better. Okay, without those skills of dealing with people, you've nothing. So that's the answer to that question. <laughs> As always, a long answer. I love entrepreneurship stuff. If you guys want more stuff on entrepreneurship, you got to let me know. Send me a DM, Aiden O'Brien Official on Instagram or just click on the link below. Let me know. I love talking about this stuff, okay? So that's how you start as an entrepreneur. And if you're an older entrepreneur, the same thing applies. Mindset, skills, that's it. What if you do if you don't have or can't find your vision? You listen to the episode on self-exploration that's in this podcast. Look just before this one. That's how you do and then you come back to me. What do you do if your friends and family are negative, but you can't get away because they're family? Again, everything comes back. A lot of you guys, this is going to be the same answer all the time. Being a student of yourself, going back to who you are, going back to finding out what's your truth, what's for you. If your friends and family aren't aligned with you, you have to separate yourself from them. You cannot stay around people, energy, things, systems if they don't align with you and where you're going. You have to let go. I often talk about divorcing your parents, what I do with the majority of my clients, because they're, they're so limited. They're, they're weighed down by the weight of expectation and judgment of their parents and also by the, the perceptions and the limiting beliefs of the family history and what's possible for them to achieve. And you have to cut those cords so you can find autonomy so you can find the liberty and freedom within yourself to be you. Your parents brought you into the world. That's it. They helped you get started. They helped raise you. If you're listening to this, you're probably old enough now that I can say, that's it now. That's it then. Cut the cords. It's time to live your life. It's time to shake off the weighted blanket of the expectations of your family. Okay, so if you've brothers, sisters, friends, close friends, and they're not buying into your vision, First of all, if you don't have a vision, you have to go back and listen to that episode on vision and find out. I think there's a question in this today, actually, about vision. So we'll touch on it. You have to get clear on who you are, what you want, where you're going, who you're becoming. Those people who feed that, support that, drive that, get around that, absorb that every day. Those who aren't, adios, ciao. Hasta luego. I'll see you later. Maybe. Talvez. Okay? You don't give people access if they're not in alignment with who you are, who you want to be, or where you're going. You don't give them access. It's time for restricted... You know, in Ireland, and when you're going to the pub when you're like 16 and you shouldn't be going, and you go up to the door and the lads, the bouncers will say, sorry lads, regulars only. And you're like, I'm trying to be a regular. How can I become a regular if you won't let me in in the first place? How can I be a regular? Regulars only. Sorry lads, because they don't recognize you and they know you're... 15 trying to sneak in for pints it's the same you have to be people friends coming in family sorry sorry lads visionaries only sorry not tonight lads visionaries only here sorry you're realistic sorry we don't have that shit here excuse me not no no take him away lads please i don't want to see that again so you're a pessimist down the road there down the road at joy's place we don't do that here the Jordan Matumbo. No, 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 no. That's what you have to say. No, 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 no. We don't do that here. We don't tolerate that shit here. We don't entertain those conversations here. There's some lads at home I don't hang out with. I can't be, I don't want to talk about FIFA. I don't. I want to talk about how do I go to the next level? How do I expand 
to have a global business? How do I reach more people? How do I add more value? How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I start this? How do we create this? How do we transform our lives? How do we build empires here? That's what I want. How do we get ripped and shredded and become animals? Get in the best shape for our lives. How do we run this mountain? How do we do this? That's what I want to know. That's the conversation I want to have. Why don't we do this challenge? Why don't we try this? Why don't we open this? Why don't we launch this? That's what I want. I want to talk about vision, ideas. I don't want to talk about the weather and how she, or FIFA or the match. I don't care if, I, if Man United or Ireland won or Limerick. Of course, I'm proud. I'm delighted for my country. But I'm not going to lose sleep if they won or lost at this stage of my life. I want to build. I want to create. I know some of you guys have resistance. Okay, and even for me, it's like, oh, should I say that? I was a diehard United fan. Even watching the Beckham thing on Netflix, I was like, it brought me back. And I loved it. And I'll go back again one day. But when I'm in this season, this prime of my life to build my future, I can't be worried about the match. No, I didn't hear the result. Yeah, I'm pr when I'm home and it's, it fits, great. When I'm in a space and it comes in, great. But I'm not allowing it in. I have to stay focused. And it's the same for you. Don't allow that shit in your house. And if they're real friends, they'll support you. you know, oh, they're good friends. I don't want... Listen, they don't fit anymore, guys. They don't fit anymore. Some people are for a reason, for a season. Some are for a lifeline, lifetime. Okay, you have to let go. Let it go. Let it go. Simple as short answer. I'm strong on that. Because how bad do you want this? Which is more important? How do you feel? Like, again, you can have the money in your bank account. You have the nice card, the nice watch. You don't feel good. What, what difference does it make? You can have the friend around. Great conversation, great chat. You don't feel good. Before you meet them, you're like, uh, afterwards, you're like, uh, next morning, you're like, oh, fucking hell. That was, what, do you want to feel like that? How do you want to feel? That's the mission. When you get, how do I want to feel? You get clarity, you get alignment, you receive. Th then your real friends will show up and they'll be there. Family will be there. The ones who love you will be there. To this day, if I, I remember talking to home and I tell my mother, she says, ask me loads of questions. Mothers will always worry. And I say, I'm going to do something mad, whatever it is. She, of course, she'll say, oh, I don't know. She goes, you know, you know what's best. I support you. We love you. That's what it's about. If you're not getting, uh, we support. They can have their concerns. They can share it. Everyone can. But ultimately, when they say, we support you, we love you. They're the people you want. Thank you. That's it. If they don't say that, let go of the guilt. Cut, get a giant scissors and cut that guilt away. Boom. Now, when are you getting married? That's a great question for the podcast. Marriage, 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 marriage. It's an adventure planning a wedding, I can tell you. Okay. <clears throat> if you don't have a vision, can find your vision. Did I answer that already? I think I did. Go to the exploration episode. How to create better habits. You know, guys, I'm not a huge um, believer in discipline and habits. I don't, not even believe, I don't like it. I don't want to have discipline for my whole life and be regimented and to uh, have this drudgery to force myself through life. I want awareness. Awareness is key. When you are fully aware, you don't need discipline. When you are fully aware, you make choices from clarity, from truth, from your power. You want awareness. For sure, you create repetition so that you can technically say that could be a habit. That's fine. But I don't want you to have to go out and say, I have to create a new habit. No, I want to choose from my highest good and my greatest joy. 
I want to choose from that place. I want to choose from clarity. Because then I'm aware. When I'm aware, I choose because it's for my highest good or it's not. It makes me feel good or it doesn't. I don't care about anything else. Okay? So don't try to be, have more discipline. Become more aware. I have clients every day tell me, wow, it feels so good. I'm just more aware. I don't have to try. Like I said in the last episode, it's not about a habit. It's about a way of life. Write that down. It's a way of life. It's very different than a habit. Which would you rather have? A way of life or a habit? I'd rather a way of life. A way of living. Okay, so don't worry about discipline and habits. Get the awareness. You can use the habits for a while, but eventually you have to, you have to draw a line and say, I just want to be aware. I just want to trust myself enough to choose for my highest good. I just want to trust myself enough to choose for my highest good. That's it. Trust yourself. That's all you need to do. And... Again, repetition is key, like, but it's from awareness. To me, it's different. Like, I, I like the word ritual more than I like the word routine because words have weight. And for me, I don't want, I've talked about this before, I don't want a routine. I like a rich, I'll have a morning ritual. I'll have a nighttime ritual. I'll do different things for my, for my highest good, but I don't want to have to go out and be disciplined. No, like, for me, I hate mobility. I hate that stuff. It's boring. I don't like it. And it hurts because I've never done it. It's unconditioned, right? It's not hard or easy. It's conditioned or unconditioned. Um, so for me, with the, with the mobility, I'm aware that I want to feel looser. I want to feel less stiffness, tightness, pain. I want to train harder, faster, for longer. So if I'm choosing a, a mobility, I can choose from that clarity, from that truth. I don't want to have discipline to do mobility without knowing why I'm doing it. You need discipline when you don't know why you're bloody doing something, when you're trying to do it because you think it's the right thing to do. Next question. When are you running your next race? Well, I've just had another treatment. Finally, we're addressing the hip. For the last nine months, the problem was I got an MRI on my back and it showed lots of issues with my back, which I knew I had. I knew I had bulging discs and everything, but I have two bulging discs. I have an annular tear of tears in the disc. I have a facet joint issue. I have spondylosis, which is a bit stiff. I have um, nerve compression, root nerve compression, all these different things, which is fantastic, right? But the issue with my hip, for sure there's issues with my back. But when I got that MRI, everyone's eyes went all to the back. And I was like, six months later, I was like, my hip is still fucked. Excuse my language. It's, I cannot walk. I'm in pain every day for eight months. I said, the hip. So I was sent to a different doctor and immediately did an ultrasound and said it was deep bursitis in multiple places. And I was like, fantastic. At least now we know this, the story, what's really going on. So I got some injections into that, starting rehabilitation for that Fingers crossed. God is good. God's grace. I believe it's already done. We are receiving. I'm focused now on strength and conditioning again because I fell off track. I got so frustrated, being in pain every day, disappointed, annoyed. Um, I lost my way a little bit in terms of what I wanted to do because I was in so much pain. I had problems shoulder, back, hip. So eventually I had enough awareness to get rid of all my excuses. Got the solution. I'm very optimistic I have a vision for a race. It's the race I was supposed to do this year that I signed up for. I want to do it next year. It's a big one. Like, they tell me I should run 10 or 15k a marathon as a stretch. Well, this one is multiples of that. I will let you know. But I, my vision is to do one next um, July for my birthday, 3rd of July, the biggest race of my life, something I want to do. 
I want to bring out that animal inside again. And I need to be an animal to finish this thing. So that's that. But thank you for asking about the race. I can't wait to get back. I miss running so much. You know, motion changes the motion. I, I feel like I've not been able to be myself fully, actually, the last few months. It's been a real challenge. Um, but it's, challenges are good. Next question. People take advantage of my kindness too often and it hurts. How can I shift my mindset? I answered this when the when the guy asked this on, on Instagram and I, I gave him a very quick answer and it's the same thing I'm going to tell you now. It's because when people take advantage of your kindness and you, again, it's not about them, it's about you tolerating that. You have to raise the standards for yourself. You simply don't love yourself enough to raise the bar for yourself because if you don't know yourself you can't love yourself and most people don't know themselves that's why i say to be a student of yourself to be curious curiosity leads to clarity you got to find out who you are you don't know who you are you only know who you think you are who other people have told you you are who other people think you are you're not who you really are no matter who you are listening to this i know you don't know who you are because i see it every day working with people so you don't know yourself, so you can't love yourself. And because you don't love yourself, you don't feel worthy. You just don't feel worthy. So your, 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 your standards are low for yourself. You tolerate way too much shit altogether. You allow people to speak to you in a way they shouldn't. You allow people to, to for you to do the work. I have a couple of clients like this, high-level high jobs, like senior jobs, massive like global jobs, and they people take advantage because they don't feel, they don't have the self-worth they don't value themselves enough to say no. And this is not just in careers. This happens in life too. Some of you in your house, in your home, you don't value yourself enough to say no. You don't value yourself enough to raise the standards of how you want to be treated. So if you're too kind all the time, nothing wrong with kindness. I encourage you to be kind. I encourage you to over-deliver. I believe we have to over-deliver to contribute uh, service of others is what leads to greatness okay we have to serve we're on this planet i believe to advance this world this kingdom to make the world a better place i believe that is our spiritual mission all of us we all just have different vehicles of expression to do so we all have our own lane we all have something inside our heart in our soul in our spirit in our dna we have a lane and that's a huge awakening for me we all have a lane to serve humanity by doing what we do best with the least amount of effort. Doesn't mean there won't be challenges. Doesn't mean there won't be stress. Doesn't mean there won't be fatigue and exhaustion. But overall, you will be energized. You will be empowered and inspired when you're in alignment. Like I know I am in alignment. Doesn't matter how tired I am, if I'm jet lagged, if I was hung over, which I haven't been in a long time because I, I think I've had on one hand how many times I can count, how many times I've drank in the last year or more, okay? But if I was, if I was to have a few drinks and I was tired, I can still switch on in a second. I can be having a disagreement, an argument with someone, and then boom, get in front of my client, boom. Get on stage, boom. It doesn't matter because I'm in alignment. It's who I am. It's not what I do. So your only mission is to find out who you are so you can start to love who you are, so you can start to raise the standard for yourself, when you do that, you don't tolerate. You can still sometimes, oh, I need to tighten up this boundary. I need to raise the bar here for myself. That's fine. Everything is communication. Everything is perfect. But if you feel like you're not being valued, you have to draw a line. You have to start to be curious. What does this mean? Remember, your chaos is your communication. What's this telling me? What's the meaning behind this? 
Okay, so raise the standard for yourself. Start to ask questions. Who am I? Find out who you are. When you know yourself, you can love yourself. When you love yourself, you raise the standards for yourself. That changes everything. Struggle to find life, mission, purpose. Again, the self-exploration episode. Check that out. If it's not out yet, it's out after this. Okay, it's before or after this one. I'll be out. We'll do one more. I've just loads here. One is sports. Okay, sports motivation. Again, it comes back to finding your vision. Vision for who you want to be. What kind of athlete do you want to be? What kind of performance do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? How do you want to perform? What's going to be your contribution? How do you want to leave your sport after? Okay, how do you want to leave? Like, you have to leave it better than you found it, right? I have this thing from years where wherever I go, I want to leave the place better than I found it. For example, you know, not leaving trash. If I see someone else trash, I'm always picking it up because I want to leave a place better than I found it. It's just a, a way of living. You have to have that mentality for your, for your sport, for your life. What's my legacy? What am I leaving behind here? How do, what do I want to be known for? How do people talk about me? How do my coaches talk about me? Imagine that vision of how you perform, how you live. When you think of the greatest athletes, how do people talk about them? You have to have a vision for your performance, for who you want to be as an athlete. And let that vision pull you. That vision anchors you into consistency, into consistent action over time. And it's the same for even amateurs. Like potentially you're a professional athlete, you're going to be a professional athlete. Even for amateurs, for their own fitness, running races, running marathons, in the gym, whatever it is. You have to, why? Do you want to be in shape? Do you want to look good naked? Do you want to have energy and stamina? Do you want to bring out the warrior inside of you? Male or female, everyone has a warrior spirit, a fighting spirit inside. Okay? Women are the, the biggest fighters. They're raising, making kids, what they do as mothers, insane. Like I always say, women are the most powerful beings on the planet. Everyone has a warrior inside them, just expresses themselves differently. So it doesn't matter what level you're at, who you are, amateur, professional, you have to have your vision and let that pull you. Okay, let that pull you. Let that anchor you into action. You have to know why you're doing it. What's the reason? How do you want to leave it behind? When you look back, how do you want to feel? What do you want to say was the way of who you were? What do you want to say about this is how I got there? This is what I was known for. What does that story look like? If you had a Netflix documentary at the end of your career, what, what are they showing? That's a great question. Like, If there was a Netflix documentary in 10, 15, 20 years, what are they showing about you? Get clear on that vision and let that, before actions come feelings, get clear on that vision and that's going to drive you into action. You're going to act from that place, from that vision. That's going to change the game. Okay, and then just take action. Don't think it, do it. You have to commit for sport. You have to go all in. You have to be obsessed in unsociable level of activity. You have to be obsessed to get great, to be amazing at whatever you're doing. Okay, really last one here. A lot of stuff on relationships here, guys. Relationships are just a mirror. They're just, they're not, the trauma isn't a relationship typically. It's that the, the relationship brings out the trauma. So people ask about how do I deal with relate past relationship trauma? That can be its own thing, but oftentimes the trauma was allowed in the first place um, or the issue that was allowed in the first place, you tolerated or you were there in the first place to learn a lesson, to bring it out. So you have to be curious about it. 
What was the message? What was the meaning? Or what was there before? Like I said, what was, what was activated in me? Because there's a good chance it came from way before the relationship. It came from your childhood. It came from somewhere else, another moment in your life. And the relationship just activated it. It just pushed the button. It just scratched the wound. Okay? So again, being curious to what was the relationship? Okay, what was it showing me? What was it communicating? Why was I there? What's the bigger picture? Your chaos is your communication. Everything serves you for your highest good if you use it. Everything you went through, you chose it before you were born. You chose that relationship, that trauma that you're judging, that you're bitter over, that you're tired about, that you feel sad over. You chose it because you're strong enough to transmute that into something good, which is going to help other people. That's why you went through it. Everything, every asshole you met in your life, was you chose to make you stronger, to help you wake up so you could free yourself, so you could be a being on this earth that's an example of how to live and love and how you can touch the world and make the world a better place. That's the ultimate mission. That's the ultimate goal. And I know we can go deep on that another time. Uh, Self-trust, fear of vulnerability. Being vulnerable. Being vulnerable is where your strength lies, being true to you. It doesn't mean being a victim and and these people who are playing sad songs all the time about themselves. Being vulnerable means being vulnerable, okay? What you cannot deny, promote. What, whatever you feel, you bring it into the light, onto the table. You say, this is the way it is. That's being vulnerable. You speak your truth. You own who you are. You trust yourself completely. You take the step in your heart you know is for you. That's being vulnerable. It's not looking for pity. It's not being a victim. It's not blaming other people. Being vulnerable is taking responsibility for you. It's owning everything. That's what being vulnerable is. And that's the greatest strength you can have, is facing it. I always say the most courageous thing you can do is face yourself. It's messy work. It's painful work. And two things are trying to take you away from it. Number one, your mind. Your mind is always trying to distract you from pain. Whenever you feel discomfort, your mind will distract you to get, get me out of here. You've been doing it since you were a kid. And the second thing is the world. The world is immediately trying to distract you to get you away from healing yourself. Because if you healed yourself, you'd love yourself. If you loved yourself, you'd know yourself. If you knew yourself, you'd do what's best for you. You wouldn't need anything. You wouldn't need to buy, spend, consume, eat, drink, watch, sniff, everything else that the world tells you pulls you away so you end up thinking you need to do those things to feel good you don't need to do those things to feel good you just think you do because the world is pulling you away from yourself you're lost that's why you're you're addicted to different things because you're lost whereas if you trust yourself if you find yourself you'll realize that you'll know yourself then you don't need anything or anyone you will be fully autonomous you will know who you are you will trust yourself and you will be free that's the main thing, okay? So face yourself, free yourself, trust yourself, and that's it. I think we've, we've, covered, we've covered enough today. That's, again, guys, facing yourself is the biggest thing you can do. I, I celebrate every client every day when they're with me because I know how hard it is. It's messy. The world, your mind and the world is trying to distract you, like I said, just trying to pull you away. For you to stay tr truthful to yourself, to stay committed to your trust, to your truth, to trust yourself, it's one of the hardest things to do today. And that's why eventually, sometimes people don't come to me until it gets so bad they have to do something. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to wait so long. You can make a decision today to face yourself so you can free yourself. 
that's the Q&A episode, guys. We've lots more to get through. We'll definitely do another episode. Thank you for being here. If you liked the episode, let me know what resonated the most. Whatever you said, wow, I like that. That really hit me. Write it down. First of all, go back, listen again, write it down, reflect on it. But then send me a DM at Aiden O'Brien Official. Let me know what did you like? What hit you? What, imp- what really resonated? Let me know what else you'd like me to go into in other episodes, okay? If you'd like to work with me one-to-one, click on the link below. You can book a call. You can speak with me directly. I speak with every person before I, I let them into my programs because it has to be the right fit for both of us. I care about your results. I don't care about motivating you. So click on the link, book a call. We'll have a chat and I'll see you in the next one.